Welcome to Atlas Polyia. This is Aleko, and all glory to Christ. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone to be sure to sign up to our mailing list at idcpodcast.co, where we can bring you into the fold for our book club and give you any other updates that are going on with the podcast. We also ask that if you have the opportunity that you share our podcast with others. We know it's kind of a ramshackle operation and super amateurish, but that's how we grow. And we've been bringing apologetics to the masses for the last four years, praise God. And we hope to for many more years or as many as he'll allow us. Finally, if you want to support the many more hours, weeks, and potentially years, God allowing, that we will pour into this podcast, you can do that by getting us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Atlas Podcast. That's A-T-L-A-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. As always, we are grateful for all of those who have already supported the podcast and any other help is greatly appreciated. All right, without any further delay, let's get into our scripture reading for the day. All right, as always, we'll be reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and I'm not going to get into, again, why I love this translation of the Bible, but it is incredibly faithful to the source material, so I would recommend that you give it a try. Now, on today's particular reading, I could say that This one is special to me, but I'd be disingenuous if I thought it wasn't special to everyone who's read it before. So I hope you find it edifying and uplifting. Psalm 37 Do not be agitated by evildoers. Do not envy those who do wrong. For they wither like the grass, and wilt like tender green plants. Trust in the Lord, and do what is good. Dwell in the land, and live securely. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act, making your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like the noonday. Be silent before the Lord, and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way by the man who carries out evil plans. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. Do not be agitated. It can only bring harm. For evildoers will be destroyed. But those who put their hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked person will be no more. Though you look for him, he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will enjoy abundant prosperity. The wicked person schemes against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. The Lord laughs at him because he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and strung the bow to bring down the afflicted and needy and to slaughter those whose way is upright. Their swords will enter their own hearts and their bows will be broken. The little that the righteous man has is better than the abundance of the wicked people, for the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. The Lord watches over the blameless all their days, and their inheritance will last forever. They will not be disgraced in times of adversity. They will be satisfied in days of hunger, but the wicked will perish. The Lord's enemies like the glory of the pastures, 
will fade away. They will fade away like smoke. The wicked man borrows and does not repay, but the righteous one is gracious and giving. Those who are blessed by him will inherit the land, but those who are cursed by him will be destroyed. A man's steps are established by the Lord, and he takes pleasure in his way. Though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed, because the Lord holds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteousness abandoned, or his children begging for bread. He is always generous, always lending, and his children are a blessing. Turn away from evil, and do what is good, and dwell there forever. For the Lord loves justice, and will not abandon his faithful ones. They are kept safe forever, but the children of the wicked will be destroyed. The righteous will inherit the land, and dwell in it permanently. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, His tongue speaks what is just. The instruction of his God is in his heart. His steps do not falter. The wicked one lies in wait for the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in the power of the wicked one or allow him to be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will watch when the wicked are destroyed. I have seen a wicked, violent man well-rooted like a flourishing native tree. Then I passed by and noticed he was gone. I searched for him, but he could not be found. Watch the blameless and observe the upright, for the man of peace will have a future, but transgressors will all be eliminated. The future of the wicked will be destroyed. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord their refuge in a time of distress. The Lord helps and delivers them. He will help them from the wicked and will save them, because they take refuge in Him. Now on to our ancient Greek study. So today's word is apocalypsis, and this is a Greek term that is commonly translated as revelation. So in the context of the Bible, it is often associated with the book of Revelation, the final book of the New Testament. In the biblical sense, apocalypsis refers to the disclosure of divine truths and the unveiling of God's plan for the world. It involves a profound revelation of spiritual and cosmic realities, often presented through symbolic visions and imagery. So, case in point would be the book of Revelation, which describes various apocalyptic events, including the opening of seals, the sounding of trumpets, and the pouring out of bowls, which Michael and I should be discussing soon, God allowing. All of which symbolizing God's ultimate judgment and the establishment of a new heaven and a new earth. Unfortunately, the term apocalypse has been commonly misused in a colloquial sense to refer to catastrophic or destructive events, so it's, it's got bad connotations in the zeitgeist, I would say. 
In pop culture, it's often associated with disasters, chaos, and the end of the world, and this misuse deviates from its original biblical meaning, which emphasizes a divine revelation or the revealing of Christ rather than some crazy catastrophic event. So some common places where you'll find the scripture, obviously the book of Revelation, so Revelation 1.1, the revelation, apocalypsis, of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him to show his servants the things which must soon take place. And we also see it in Romans 16.25, now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation, or rather apocalypsis, of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages. So in this verse, Paul refers to the revelation of the mystery hidden for ages, emphasizing the divine unveiling of previously undisclosed truths through the gospel. We also see it in 1 Corinthians 1.7, so that you are not lacking any gift as you are waiting for the revealing, or rather apocalypsis, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 1.11-12, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not a not man's gospel, for I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation, apocalypsis, of Jesus Christ. And obviously, there are many other places, Ephesians 1.17, 1 Peter 1.7. But in summary, apocalypsis in the context of the Bible refers to divine revelation and not some terrible event and the unveiling of Jesus Christ in all of us.